Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 21 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. Today I'm really excited to be joined by Alex Calego and Justin Holden from Palm Springs Comic Con. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing well, doing well. Doing pretty amazing today. A little tired. Yeah, we were out uh, late last night for the uh, um, the beginning of Friday Night Magic at Interstellar Comics. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to talk about that when we talk about how we kept it geek this week. It sounds like we all had very late nights last night being geeky. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to jump right into the interview and get to know you guys. Um, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Alex. Why don't you uh, go ahead and start? Um, well, uh, I um, my name is Alex Lego. Uh, I am one of the co-founders of uh, Palm Springs Comic Con. Uh, I'm a, resi- a lifelong resident of the Palm Springs area. Um, I started doing events, uh, I'd say almost 15 years ago, uh, on and off. Uh, I, I started a, a club, and I, I, I was playing in bands as well, but I started a club with uh, one of our other co-founders, Anna Bernal, uh, this club called the Punk Rock Club, and we put on some weird uh, events where uh, we were able to put on little festivals at our, our local college and um, able to um, bring people out. But eventually, over the years, I just kept on doing events. And uh, but I've always been a lifelong um, uh, comic book geek and uh, just geek in general, video games and everything. Uh, Pro wrestling is one of my one of my passions as well, and uh, um, I uh, also do. Uh, I'm very into board games. Um, I don't play as many video games as much I, as much as I would like to, um, uh, mostly because I uh, <laughs> don't have the time <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, over time, I, my my passion for uh, all things geek kind of led me to. Um, uh, Palm Springs Comic Con just because uh, I had finished up do, I, I just kind of got over the whole idea of putting on music events I just got burnt out and um, uh, maybe about uh, I'd say about uh, five years ago one of my um, my, my old general manager um, uh, he, uh, he he knew that when I used to put on events over at the Ace Hotel and uh my, the general manager over there, he knew I was a geek, and he was saying, he was like, you know, I was about to head out to San Diego Comic-Con, and he was like, you know what you should do? You should bring uh, Palm Springs Comic-Con, or you should bring a Comic-Con here to the desert. And at the time, I was kind of, uh, I don't know if I could do that. That's a huge undertaking. Um, but over time, as uh, I, I, you know, I kind of was getting more and more burnt out on music. I was trying really, really hard. I was to um, make something happen here, and and for the most part, it was um, it was happening. You know, I I'd helped um, put on these um, events, and eventually, um, you know, it starts. It you know, you kind of just trust the desert to um, do its own thing, and um, hopefully, it uh, works on its own. And a lot of a lot of bands out here are um, doing their thing, and. Um, making it happen, and there's the, the the culture out here is, has gotten to the point where it's kind of somewhat supports itself. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's the, I wish there was still a I wish I still wish there was a 
an all-ages all venue out here for um, bands to play at because you kind of need that for the youth culture to truly grow. Um, and uh, But eventually I, I kind of got burnt out on p putting on music events and, you know, um, one thing led to another and I got uh, connected with uh, other people. My old, my old friend Je uh, Anna, uh, who we, I used to play in a band with, she was like, let's do the Palm Springs Comic Con thing you were talking about. And... You know, Justin was, we were doing a podcast, a poor decision podcast, and that had ended, and, you know, we were like, well, what are we going to do now? And we were like, oh, very cool, let's just do this Palm Springs Comic Con thing. And uh, we just went from there. Justin created the logo, along with the help of one of our friends, uh, Sam, uh, Sam Martinez, and um, we, we launched the initiative in March, uh, May of uh, 2014. Um, with at the 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 first uh, free comic book day that we um, um, participated in at Desert Oasis Comics, and here we are today with uh, in the middle of a Kickstarter, yeah. um, and we're uh, we reached our initial goal, and we're at last I saw was like six thousand five hundred and eighty dollars. Eighty-five. That's so cool. Five. Eighty-five. 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 <laughs> and we are. Um, yeah, we're on our way, and we have like 24 days left of the Kickstarter, so hopefully we can reach uh, some of the goals that we set forth for ourselves. That's very cool. Uh, Justin, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Hello, my name is Justin Holden. Uh, I am the Director of Creative Services and Marketing at the moment. Um, so I am not an original from the, uh, or I'm not originally from Palm Springs. I'm actually from uh, uh, Ontario, California. Um, well, to be more specific, Chino, <clears throat> but nobody knows where that's at, so I just say Ontario. Um, so I uh, went to school at Art Institute of Inland Empire. Um, I was going in there for animation, game art, things like that. Um, after the, after I left school, um, I kind of I, I didn't have a passion for game art after I, I went there, I, so I got into uh, graphic design, which uh, is you know what I use for Palm Springs Comic Con at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I specialize in Photoshop, Illustrator, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, I do know some animation, which I'd like to get into in the future. Um, uh, again, like Alex said, I uh, created the logo along with uh, Samuel Martinez, and uh, yeah, it's. Ever since I moved out here, which was probably back in, uh, I'd say, 2013 or so, um, I, I think it was 2013, some, somewhere around there, uh, I kind of like fell in love with the desert. Uh, a lot of I know a lot of people like they lived out there, out here their whole lives, and they kind of like up and leave eventually because you know it's boring, nothing to do. But when I first came out here, I, I loved it. But at the same time, I came out here when I you know, was old enough to go to all these bars out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, we don't have a great culture out here for uh, for the younger younger peeps. Right. Yeah, and uh, you know that's what kind of um, you know made me think uh, that getting into this Comic Con thing was a good idea with Alex because there there really is nothing to do out here. All there is is like bars, golf clubs, and you know annual music events that I personally don't like going to. Um, I, I like going to like bars and going to small venues. I don't like anything 
massive like Coachella Fest or Stagecoach or anything like that. I have a hard time dealing with crowds of that size, uh, even though mm-hmm. I go to Disneyland quite often. Uh, Disneyland's tolerable. Coachella Fest, not so much. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Alex approached me about it um, after our Poor Decisions podcast ended. Um, and he's like, you know, uh, I, fr- I forgot exactly what he told me, but it was around the lines of, I know that you do graphic graphic design. You know, I want you to help me out, create a logo. And it just started out like that. I actually wasn't really expecting it to go any further than me helping out a friend create a logo. I didn't think I was going to get into doing uh, everything. I, I was just pretty much helping Alex because he asked for my help. You know, I always help friends out for free, and, uh, you know, I don't charge them anything. Uh, my skills at at the time weren't uh, that great, uh, I would say, um, but over time being a part of uh, the Comic-Con crew, um, I noticed that I've seen an improvement in uh, my own skills, um, and I... <laughs> It's kind of funny because I get people that tell me every now and again that, hey, you did this and you did that. Well, it was a great job, and you know maybe I can, and maybe you can ask uh, or have us do some work and we'll work together. And I'll be like, sure, you know, and we 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 end up getting uh, partners that way, which is pretty awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I love Palm Springs. Um, I, I loved it the moment I started living out here. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of uh, Palm Springs Comic Con. Um, I'm happy to, you know, do work for it. Um, I, I'm putting, I'm pretty much putting my entire life into this project. Um, you know, to get this thing going, and I would really like to see this thing happen annually uh, every year. But you know, we're we're pushing for that. Um, hopefully, what we're doing is you know, the right thing, we're doing everything the correct way, hopefully we're answering everybody's questions uh, correctly, and so yeah, that's uh, that's the brief of my story. <laughs> very, very cool, well I, I, I think so far so good, I think everything we've seen coming out of Palm Springs Comic Con, it looks amazing, and I think it's going to be unique and exciting, uh, but we'll get to back to the Palm Springs Comic Con in a second. We want to know a little bit more about you guys in general. Okay. Uh, Justin, what's your areas of geekitude? Where where do you geek out the most? Um, I think I geek out the most on film, uh, mainly horror movies. I really, really love horror films. Um, but I, I'm more of a you know cinemaphile. I, I, any chance I get, I'll watch a movie, whether it's bad, and I and I go into it knowing it's bad. I'll still watch it, um, and, and it goes to uh, you know comic book movies, which uh, I, I'm loving. I just recently saw Deadpool, and that was great. It was amazing. Yeah, um, it's pretty pretty phenomenal. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I geek out on movies. I also uh, geek out on uh, video games. I'm um, it's kind of at the moment video games is kind of winding down for me i've i've noticed that um i think the market's a bit too saturated at the moment but you know i still there's still some you know diamonds in the rough every now and again uh i guess the most recent game i'm looking forward to is probably uh no man's sky uh because it's just so different and unique um mhm mhm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. So you know, I'm mainly a, a movie and video game guy. But uh, ever since uh, starting this 
thing. Um, I kind of been getting into comic books, especially Alex. He's been recommending me some good stuff to read, and so far, uh, you know, uh, I've been I've been enjoying comic books. Uh, I actually collected uh, after hearing about the new Suicide Squad coming out. I collected uh, the entire um, was it I think six volume series of Suicide Squad for the new Fifty Two. Um, so I've been reading that. That's what I've been reading, and you know I've been looking forward to that movie as well. So we'll see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be interesting. I think out of all the stuff that's coming out of DC cinematically, that's probably got the best shot at this point. But you know, right. I'm not giving up on any of the others. But I think I think there are are good points so far coming out of that. Right. I, I I think Harley Quinn's gonna steal the show. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, she's great. She already actor. has stolen the show. Yeah. Stole- yeah seriously. <laughs> Um, how about you, Alex? Uh, you've given us some of your uh, your areas of interest, but do you have any other big areas of geekitude that you're you're a big fan of? I, I you know I like to think of myself as a a jack of all tra- trades, master of none when it comes to geekitude. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I delve in a lot of different things. I, I I like to keep an interest in, or at least uh, keep an eye on uh, certain cultures and everything like that. I but mainly, I guess if um, you want to see, like, say, say, like, what I'm most uh, um, at that, I guess it would be music and comic books and pro wrestling. Nice. It's, yeah, those are the, those are the three. That's the, that's my holy trinity. <laughs> <laughs> holy trinity when it comes to uh, my geekitude. Um, but um, mostly, I, I, I guess currently it's a uh, been mostly pro wrestling. Um, I, I love the artwork, the storytelling, the, the the art of it. I mean, a lot of people say it's fake, and obviously it is fake. It's they don't make any clothes about it that it's fake, but you know the injuries are real and things like that. There's been made, you know in the past, uh, and most recently there's been a lot of uh, people who have, uh, especially one in particular, uh, Daniel Bryan, who uh, experienced so many concussions that he had to retire. So, um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much, um, music obviously is a big deal in my life. Um, uh, I, I really love, um, the aesthetic of punk rock of like mm-hmm. DIY culture. And that's kind of where I, uh, base, um, uh, a lot of how I do things, this DIY, um, um, process, this grassroots process. I, I, I totally believe in that. Um, if when you um, um, real power is people, and when you get um, them behind you, uh, and you get a, a, a you know them with a message that uh, resonates with them, with the people, you uh, are able to. Especially when it's a it's a true and real and and um, heartfelt. A message you can reach to people who are disenfranchised and on the fringe, and you know they don't feel like. And that's that's a lot of what has what uh, comic book culture is. It's it was it didn't always be it used to be this really cool thing. I remember when I went to my first uh, comic book convention back in '99. Um, it wasn't the cool thing that everybody went to. It was tiny. I mean, it was starting to grow. Uh, Hollywood was starting to bring attention to it, but um, it wasn't always there, and um, 
it's only because of the movies and everything that it's brought it back. But at the same time, there's there will always be with comic books. There will always be that sort of grassroots movement, and um, I be, I truly believe in that. Um, uh, the like um, D Boone from the the Minutemen. He was he says punk rock is what you make of it, and how what I make of punk rock is this DIY movement, uh, grassroots movement, doing it yourself. Um, you know, the me- letting the message speech speak for itself, and what we want is to show that um, you can do it as well. You're you're not uh, beholden to DC and Marvel, the big two that can only uh, create that these these things that you love. You can create these amazing stories. You can create um, the, the next like awesome indie video game, the next awesome self-published comic book. We want people to feel, to come away from our convention, um, knowing that, knowing these things, and believing it in themselves. Not just this pop culture uh, convention where um, we serve you something and then you just leave and come back next year. You know, it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, well, we want you to feel it throughout the whole year, throughout your whole life. So, very cool. Now you said that you're you're not so um, involved in video games. Uh, would you say that that's where your geekitude is low, or do you have other areas that you're like, nah, uh-huh. I, I kind of step out of the conversation when when it comes up? I would I would say um, that my yeah my my geekitude is uh, pretty low when it comes to video games, um, mostly because I think it's just, it has a lot to do with the simple fact that I used to be a huge uh, video game person when I was. Uh, like a teenager, I owned almost every single video game up until, uh, <laughs> almost every video game system up until um, the uh, Sega Dreamcast. That was like my final uh, video game system that I ever owned. Um, I know. <laughs> Hopefully they bring bring it back. You know, the oh. Sega. That, that's the rumor. But um, there's rumors. I truly, you know, it, it got to a point where like um, because at the time I was uh, play, like. Playing in, like wanting to play in bands and everything, and I go, well, what's more important to me, uh, playing video games or uh, starting on my passion? And I, I'm glad I made that choice because obviously it brought me uh, full circle to my passions for uh, things that are geeky, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Helped, like all that sort of stuff kind of helped lead me to this, you know, to where I am today. How about you, Justin? Could you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, where, where's your where's your geekitude low? Where's your what what's uh, what's a area of geekitude that you're kind of like? Oh, I'll just step out of the conversation when that comes up. Um, hmm. Well, you know, I, to be honest, it would be probably comic books because you know I'm still a uh, new blood to the comic book scene. I used to collect them when I was a little kid. I didn't read too many of them. Like I. I I had the Punisher uh, and some amazing Spider-Man comic books. I used to go to this uh, 
dollar store that sold a pack of 12 for five dollars so i got a mm-hmm. pack of 12 comics for five bucks and it came with like it, it was just a random bunch so I, I got punisher amazing spider-man vampirella uh and things like that <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i did read those um but i wasn't really in tune with comic books um up until i moved out here and met alex and just hung out with them more and more i started getting into other 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 uh, comic book companies like uh, more on the image side. I, I love image comics. I love all the uh, comics that they come up with. Um, uh, was I was reading? Um, I think the the one I was reading uh, the latest. I forget the name. It's by the guy. Um, what was his name from that band? Uh, oh, oh Umbre- Umbrella Academy. No, what was not that? that one. No, no, no. It was, I forget what the name of it was. It was the guy from this band, uh, and I forgot his name, made this comic book. It starts with a P. It's like Polybius or something like that. Um, but I've been reading that, and it's it's a great read. It's about this guy who uh, uh, develops like mind powers, and he can like explode people's heads with his mind and everything <laughs> if, if he gets too upset and something like that. But it's it's a good read. Uh, completely. Every time I think of the the book, I have it sitting at home too. I always think of like Polybius, but I know it's not that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, but comic books again, it, it would be my low because I don't know a whole lot about it. I feel like I'm really late in the game, especially when it comes to DC and Marvel. Uh, it, mm-hmm. I feel DC and Marvel right now is a little bit saturated with uh, Avengers, Batman, Spider-Man, and it's kind of hard to, you know, pick up a comic book and not start from the beginning because obviously the issue you got is probably like issue 105 or issue 53, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's a little bit harder for me to get into superhero comic books. I I like more of the indie side story kind of thing. Um, or even like spin-offs like Suicide Squad. I love I love that. I love Suicide Squad so much. Um was it just a few months ago, uh in my mom's storage unit, we found um a bunch of old Suicide Squad comic books from like the 70s. And I, I my mom was like, "Yeah, you can take them. I don't need them." So I just took them home with me. <laughs> so I have, <laughs> That's nice. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, I have this building collection of just Suicide Squad and you know, I actually would, would really like to get some of those comic books uh, appraised and things like that. But, again, um, yeah, my comic books are a little for me. But I'm learning, so we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> Very cool. Now, other than Palm Springs Comic Con, do you guys have anything going on? Any other projects that you're working on? Um, Projects besides Palm Springs Comic Con. I mean, I'm always uh, dabbling in events. I, As much as I don't... Uh, want to put on uh any music events it's always still in my blood and i always if the opportunity arises um i'll like like to um bring it do do an event if it's something that a friend wants to come out and uh they're on tour or anything like that i'll I'll, and i'll i'll put on a show for them uh or even like i i lately we've been i've been doing um stand-up comedy with uh some friends putting on stand-up comedy shows in December, back in December, we uh, um, put on a, uh, a, a stand-up comedy show for um, my, our friend Dave Ross, this comedian who's on um, this. Uh, he does a, well. He used to do a podcast called Terrified. He actually recently ended it. It was on the Nerdist um, Network. 
but he came out, did a, sh- a stand-up show with uh, two other comedians, uh, Casey Lay and T- Todd Masterson, and uh, it was a great show. They're really funny people. Dave Ross is actually uh, getting a lot of attention these days <laughs> lately mm-hmm. because he, he, he created this little sign that said, <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know, not Trump, though. <laughs> and it's uh, um, it got picked up and was turned into a shirt. They turned they, uh, and uh, it's going to be selling at Urban Outfitters, which is really crazy. Yeah. And he's crazy. Um, it's all over BuzzFeed that that little just that little, one little phrase that he yeah. created. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, uh, also recently, I helped book the opening act for uh, uh, Joe Mandy, he, who is uh, one of the writers for Parks and Rec. Uh, he did a stand-up comedy show. I, I helped him book the opener for for him. Uh, his name is Eric Dorian, another really amazing uh, comedian. Um, I, I guess that's another like uh, world of my geekitude. I love like stand-up comedy. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially the LA LA scene. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Yeah, the LA scene. There's a lot of really great comedians out there. So yeah, that's that's those are the projects that I'm kind of working on. I I mean. Uh, uh, myself, uh, my, I'm a project. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are all our own project. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm trying to better myself. You know, yeah. trying to be a better person the day than the day before. You know, um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much me. We got, I mean, well, the thing, the thing that we do annually is free comic book day. That's a project. I mean. I mean, sort of. outside of Palm Springs Comic Con, though. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but that is coming up in May, so that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Um, that's it for me. I, yeah, well, I mean, I, my projects are working on Palm Springs Comic Con and <laughs> <laughs> graphic design for that. That's what I've been doing. I've been uh, hammering things out lately, um, uh, you know, as quick as possible. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that's pretty much all I've been doing is. Just trying to get that set up and trying to help Alex as best I can, because <clears throat> currently I live in all the way in Escondido um, or North County, San Diego, um, and uh, it's been really rough trying to get out here and helping them out. But uh, we've been doing it, and we've been uh, working on it, and so far so good, right? <laughs> it's been working. Very, very it's been cool. working. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on and talk about how we kept it geek this week. Um, I had quite the the geeky week, and it kind of all landed yesterday. Um, I had seen on the Nerd Out app, which we've been um, uh, retweeting a lot of stuff from the Geektitude Twitter, from the Nerd Out app. It's a calendar app that uh, our friend Elle has uh, talked to us about on our previous show, and she posted a thing about... uh, about uh, Boldly Go, which is this parody Star Trek musical done by Caltech. (laughs) And I saw this come through, and I was like, I have to go see this. This looks phenomenal. And it was. It was long. It was like a three-hour show. Wow. Yeah, but it was – and it was all like – I mean, half the cast works at JPL. So these are not like – these are not – most of them are not theater students. Most of them are Caltech science students and work at JPL or grad students or researchers, they were phenomenal. It was amazing. I, it's ending 
um, this Sunday, which is tomorrow, the the 6th of March. So by the time this gets out, it'll already be done and gone. But I will try and keep people abreast if it, it comes out again or if they're doing it somewhere else because it was amazing. It was hilarious. The songs were amazing. The singing and the performing were just stellar. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the guy who played Kirk was just spot on. Like I don't think he could have been any closer to uh William Shatner. It was it was really, really a great time. The Shat the Shatner. The Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> and um so we did that last night and then um walking back to the car uh, my friend gave me uh I had lent him some of my uh Walking Dead comics and so he gave me a whole bunch of his Deadpool comics. We kinda tend to trade back and forth. So I will be cracking open uh, Deadpool this weekend and catching up on some of that. Right. And then, uh, as I was telling you guys before the show started, um, I had listened to a podcast last week, and it was a, a the Angry Nerd podcast by Garrett Wind- Weinzerl. And he was talking about Pokemon and how the anniversary's up and how um, he was getting back into it. And so I know my my brother is a big Nintendo fan, and so I was like, you know, how much is a 3DS? How much, uh, you know, would it put me back to get this and the games and and everything? And, you know, my house is under major, major construction right now, so we're not not trying not to spend a whole lot of money because any any extra money we have is eating out because we have no kitchen. So... How that feels. Yeah, yeah. So... my my mom had gone with us last night to see the the Star Trek show, and she gave me a package from my brother, and he had dropped off a brand new Nintendo DS oh, wow. and two Pokemon games. <laughs> so um, so that will be the other thing that I am doing this week is uh, relearning Pokemon, and uh, the this is my first handheld game console in at least a decade if not more. And so so that that's been the the big geekiness with this week. It, you know, other stuff happened earlier in the week, but <laughs> I kind of got it in spades last night. <laughs> How about you guys? What what is your uh week entailed as far as geeky stuff? Um well, uh, again, recently last night was uh the, the start of um, Friday Night Magic at uh, Interstellar Comics, another one of the uh, comic book stores out here. Brand new comic book store out here in Palm Springs um, that uh, they started doing uh, Friday Night Magic, hosting uh, Magic the Gathering games and um, allowing people to also, if you're not into magic, you could also uh, uh, come out there and play. I brought some board, some uh, tabletop, tabletop games. I brought Super Fight, Ooh, uh, which yeah. was a lot of fun. Uh, it's like Cards Against the Humanity, but with uh, uh, utilizing superheroes and villains and things like that, and you create these weird combinations from cards. <laughs> that sounds fun. fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I and mean, you kind of like judge. Um, you have a villain, and then the rest of the uh, group creates heroes, and uh, you, the, the villain chooses who they think would beat them. <laughs> so it, it gets weird combinations of like, it's um, a demon, <laughs> right. like riding a... Riding a uh, Flying uh, a horse, and you know, and you have the bottom half is the marshmallow man, or <laughs> Helen Keller that is clumsy. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I drew that one. Last yeah, time. I drew, I drew Helen Keller 
It was clumsy. <laughs> nice. Like what I drew. That was, that was the secret power. Yeah. Exactly. And then um, I actually even think I won with that card. Yeah, he did. I think I won yeah, with that card. I, think he, I, I don't remember, but I think he did, though. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's, uh, that was a lot of fun and actually lasted a lot longer than we uh, expected. It was supposed to end at 10, but we actually stayed, stayed there to almost 11. Uh, just playing games, um, but yeah, that was, and they're they're doing that every Friday or there. So I'm I'm planning on being there every Friday night. So um, <laughs> that's very cool. Was it a was it a good turnout for the first one? Yeah, I think there was at least eight people who are actually playing Magic: The Gathering, which is what they I think they need. They need mm-hmm. at least uh, people eight, eight people. And they have to do it consecutively uh, for a whole year. Is, is that is that how it is? They have to have at least yeah, to become, in order to be. Uh, uh, with the, they have to have the number or right. like what is the the I don't know. You have to have some sort of um, be a registered uh, Magic the Gathering playing player, and they have a number, and then they gather the the numbers and they submit them to uh, Wizards of the Coast and right. uh, let them know like, hey, we've had this. Uh, this night we had this many people playing, who are official um, Magic the Gathering players, um, and then yeah, they that's how they get certified to be an official um, right. Friday Friday Night Magic uh, place. That's uh, cool. Yeah, his his store's got a nice setup for it because it's got some room. Did they use the back at all, or did they keep uh, it in front of house? Not yet, but I'm sure once it starts gets going, they have a they have a little bit more space in the back so they can push things further into the store and uh, have more tables there. But um, I think currently where they have it, how they have it, had it set up like right now, and if they did it the way that we um, suggested, um, they probably would be able to at least fit four or five tables there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool setup. I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm, gl- I'm glad that's gotten started. It's, it's nice to have uh, more and more events out here because, as we said earlier, there's not a lot to do if you're you're a geek out here. I think there's more, and I think it's growing, but hopefully we'll be encouraging that with uh, Palm Springs Comic Con. Exactly, exactly. Anything else for you guys this week? Um, yeah, um, I kind of had a little moment with my coworker. Um, so I was talking about martial art movies with them. Uh, I was recommending some of my favorite ones, uh, like, uh, the Ong Bak trilogy and, uh, the Ip Man, uh, series as well. Um, so we were, we were going back and forth about it and he's never seen them before. And I'm like, you know, describing it to him, uh, telling him the actors, you know, Tony Jaw and Donnie Yen and everything. Uh, and then, uh, I told him, you know, Hey, I have, I have like the, I have the trilogy for Ongbok on Blu-ray, and I have the first two Ip Men on on Blu-ray. You know, I could let you borrow them. And he stops me and he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, don't worry about it because, um, you know, I don't have a Blu-ray player." Uh, and then I thought to myself, first like, I I had to you know do a double take in my mind. I was like, "Wait, he play he has a PlayStation 3 because he plays Battlefield 4." So so I just told him I was like, "Hey, uh, you have a PlayStation 3, right?" He's like, "Yeah." And I told him, I was like, well, you have a Blu-ray player. And he kind of like turns around and looks at him and he goes, 
I go, yeah, man. Like, you totally have a Blu-ray player. I, and I told him, I was like, how, how long have you had your PS3? He's like, I've had it since I since it first came out. I was like, yeah, well, you had a Blu-ray player since it first came out. He's <laughs> like, I don't have to install extra equipment on or anything. I was like, no, man, you can you can, you can just put the Blu-ray in the disc. It's <clears throat> you could just do it. That's fine. He had the PS3 Fat the originals, so. Um, yeah, it, it blew me away to know somebody that couldn't utilize that equipment and spend so much money on it. <laughs> he was telling me he bought it when it was first released, so I'm assuming he paid 600 bucks for it, and he didn't and he didn't utilize the Blu-ray player up until I told him. So I think I think I changed his life. Um, so I, I've been noticing that he's been uh, buying a ton of. Uh, um, Blu-rays after I told him that was just like uh, a few days ago. Here he went out and bought a, a ton of movies. So <laughs> I was like, wow, all right. <laughs> Some that's, people that's, that's awesome. That's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But that was my Right. <laughs> very, very cool. Um, just one news item I want to talk to before we get to the meat and potatoes of today's show is, did either of you guys see the Ghostbusters uh, trailer? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm excited for it. Um, I I can understand. I don't agree, but I can understand why certain people feel the way they do about the um, the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, my hope was that it was going to be like, oh, it's a new generation of Ghostbusters, but it kind of seems like it's not. It's like the a brand new a reboot, which is fine with me. I I feel. Uh, when it comes to reboots, I was going to write an article about it for our blog, but I obviously I like time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, there is validity in reboots because the the whole thing is like, um, how often do you, do you do people go back and watch older movies? Yeah. You know, I, 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 we, our hope is that they do, but not, it's not as often as we, we would like to believe. Um, because like, as for as far as like some like you watch Ghostbusters, like there's new fans being created who who do watch the original, but you know kids growing up these days they they want to see new things and it's and it sucks. I wish I wish more kids would like be more appreciative of uh, older stuff. I mean I I felt the same way though when I was growing up. I didn't really care to watch to listen to the old bands and things like that. But as you get older, you do. Um, yeah right. But at the time, you, at least if you're creating these new things, it, it gets them interested in the the mythology. It gets them interested in the you know the aesthetic. You know what 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 it means to be into Ghostbusters. What it what, like who they are. Um, the whole um, love of how it is for people who are into the original trilogy, or not trilogy. They were, I wish it was a trilogy. Oh, I wish it was a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Well, it, technically, the game was yeah, that's considered the, game was, the third, but... Yeah, that's true. We won't go on that path. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, for me, uh, reboots are totally valid. I, You know, if I, I, want, I want the things that I love to extend into the future. That's why I love the Star Wars, tr- uh, new Star Wars movies, because it's creating something new for the, the, the younger generation, who don't under, understand the original trilogy or have yet to even watch it, 
you see kids who have gone to see The Force Awakens and they've never watched the original trilogy. And they, it brings them back to, like, oh, you like this, The Force Awakens? Well, this is what this came from. You know, mm-hmm. and reboots and extensions of the mythology, you know, there's pros and cons to all of it. But I think, yeah. for the most part, reboots are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I wish it wasn't a reboot. I wish it was more of a um, just a, a continuation. But it still very much looks like the original. Oh, yeah. it, it has that feel to it, and I think it's going to be just a, a great show. I, I just hope people give it a chance. Yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah, you know, uh, my my opinion of the whole thing is uh, I'm I've been stoked for the new Ghostbusters from the beginning, and and when it when it comes to reboots, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of when they reboot movies. Um, I'm one of those people, but uh, you know, there there are, like Alex said, um, there are there are some reboots that you know do hold up uh, and things like that. I, I'm I'm ho- very hopeful that this movie will be good, um, but I do feel. Um, that the trailer just kind of underhyped it, uh, underhyped the movie a little bit. Um, and it, for me, it looked like uh, a, a bit stereotypical. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know who, who decided to okay the trailer and everything. The trailer did not make the movie seem that great. I'm still hopeful, and I'm still excited to see the movie. And regardless, I'm probably going to go watch it and pay for it, but... You know, I guess we we just need uh, a, a little bit more uh, uh, to see what we're actually um, getting into. But I think it I think it'll be a good movie. I think um, we'll get that though. Yeah, I, I think we'll we'll get the uh, um, more when when another trailer comes out. You know, yeah. you know how they did with like Star Wars. Yeah, you get a little bit more deeper and like same thing with uh, Batman versus yeah. Superman. One thing I am happy about is that you know if this isn't if what we see in the trailer isn't what's going to be the entirety of the movie, uh, then I'm actually really happy they're not giving, showing us spoilers because there's a lot of movies nowadays that have trailers, especially Star Wars The Force Awakens. It shows a lot in the trailer. It kind of the, the trailer kind of spoils the movie. Um, you know, and uh, Star Wars kind of like hyped it up. Now, I liked Star Wars The Force Awakens. However, I wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, I felt like I went in a little bit too overhyped. Um, and I was kind of like burned out by it. But um, I am hopeful for the eighth movie because now that they're getting back into it, you know, they'll they'll have more to offer now that they have a, a staple uh, and everybody approves of it. And they definitely have the money for the next one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know... Uh, with that being said, you know I, I'm actually kind of glad the, if, if if they still have more to offer in Ghostbusters um, and they're just not showing in the trailer, then I, then I'm happy that they're not showing in the trailer because it makes me more excited to go see the movie because I hate it I absolutely hate it when trailers put in uh, the ending of the movie. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I hate it when they spoil everything. Like you don't know it because it's a trailer, but then when you go and watch the movie, you're like oh okay, so pretty much the entire trailer showed me everything and, and you know uh, stuff like that lets me down but i guess we'll see yeah 
I guess that's kind of one of the things I'm kind of hopeful for is that because they didn't like sometimes you'll watch a trailer and you'll kind of walk away going, I think we just saw every good moment. Of that. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that was all we're going to get. And so even if it's not spoiling plot or anything, it's just like, OK, those are the five big jokes yeah. and we're not going to get anything beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun. man. If it is like that, those are the, then it should be like a 25 minute movie then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this is probably I think it's kind of good that we weren't just like. Okay, we've seen every good moment in this movie. There's no point. Right. So I'm 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 as well hopeful. So yeah, very cool. All right, guys, <laughs> the the meat and potatoes of the of the show. Right. Let's talk Palm Springs Comic Con. Um, the the Kickstarter started on Monday. Yep. Yeah. We're very excited about that. You've already reached your your first goal. Yep. Um, tell us a little bit about what's going to stand. Um, set uh, Palm Springs Comic Con apart from your regular Comic Con because, you know, having talked to you, Alex, I know that you have some ideas and some some things that you'd like to see with this convention that is maybe new or different or unique. And I think that um, while we all love regular Comic Cons, I think Palm Springs likes to do things a little bit differently. So what, what are we getting? Yeah, um, I mean, without spoiling too much or get, get, uh, getting too far into what we have in, have planned i mean the the basis of it is uh we it's going to be the more intimate convention obviously uh people are aware of the other convention that's happening out here and i'm really happy that there's you know not only just not only our convention happening but there's a second convention happening there and they're aiming to be a pop culture convention they're aiming to be um like at least something similar to Long Beach Comic Con, and that's great. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we need that sort of thing to, to fulfill that sort of need. But um, I feel like we, our convention is going to be more in the same vein of uh, a convention like San Diego Comic Fest, which is more intimate and more uh, in tune with uh, like certain niche cultures. You know, I I feel that uh, we. Uh, we're going to provide not only an opportunity to, where you can, there'll be opportunities to be uh, that are similar to uh, smaller, to like bigger conventions, such as like meeting uh, special guests and, um, uh, you know, signings and things like that. But we also want to, we're embracing obviously the, the, the history of uh, uh, comic books. Uh, one of our, uh, uh, Previous guest at ReaderCon, Phil Pa, he's completely uh, in love with the history, and he's from he's from that time, and he's he um, he's friends with a lot of um, the uh, older generation, Golden Age, Silver Age, those those guys. Um, he he truly believes in comic books as a paper uh, handheld thing, and we, I love that about him. He's so like devout to that. But then we also have to embrace the fact that we are in a new age where um, we are kind of moving away from uh, uh, printed product and we're going on to digital devices to read our comic books off of tablets, uh, off of our laptops, off of our phones. And we need to embrace that. And, um, you know, not just the... the the art and uh, of comic books, but also things that uh, kind of are attached to that. 
um, you know, what they call cross-marketing, you know. People will create um, a video game that all of a sudden becomes a comic book, and vice versa, and, you know, movies, and vice versa. And, um, and they'll have a phone app that kind of, like, is um, related to the movie or the comic book. And there's also... Uh, Augmented reality comics and things like that that utilize uh, um, uh, phone apps and things like that to read your your, your paper printed uh, comic books and everything like that. I think that those are we need to embrace it all, and um, you don't really get to shine a light on that on a lot of bigger conventions. The more intimate conventions, you get to actually explore that and show it more on on a larger. Um, uh, a platform than you would, um, you know, at a larger convention. A lot of times you just end up going to a large convention to see um, things that uh, are ready-made and ready for consumption, mm-hmm. you know. And um, for me, I like to I like the journey of of, of discovery. I like mm-hmm. discovering new things. I like learning about new things, and I feel that. A lot of people in the desert like doing that too. I mean, that's kind of uh, the mindset of people in, here in the desert who really love living out here. It's all about the the quest. It's all about the journey. It's about discovery uh, of of yourself, the self discovery, and finding out new things about yourself. And um, you, you talk about you talk to a lot of longtime residents who you know are out here, and it's you know they find themselves out here. Strangely, you know, I did, <laughs> you know, it took a while. But it's, it's very different. It's a very different place. And I don't think until you live out here that people realize that um, even though we are, you know, outside of L.A., it is a very not Southern California feeling city. Oh, it's definitely. very uh, small town feeling. And, you know, it's it's shocking for somebody like me who comes out from L.A., and moves out here and all of a sudden is, you know, being talked to by somebody in line at the grocery store. It's like, oh, people here talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a new experience for me. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I definitely feel that way because when I moved out here, I immediately felt welcomed and at home. Uh, the community has been great. Everything that I've been getting into, it, it all just seemed like because I moved out here, you know, life's been pretty awesome <laughs> for me at least. Um but yeah, I do agree that uh, this is definitely a different place, and I, I feel like I've found myself out here because before I moved out here, I, I was just stuck being a security guard um, after getting out of uh, art college, and so I was kind of like stuck for a little bit. And then I come out here, <clears throat> yeah, I'm still in security, but uh, at least I'm doing something. At least I know what my goals are in life now, um, you know. And also, uh, the reason uh, I ended up moving is because I got a cool job opportunity um, working at Legend 3D in the move, for the movie industry, doing the, the 3D for movies. So I feel I feel like um, the desert definitely helped me reach that point. Although I'm not in it anymore, um, I still I'm still I still consider Palm Springs my home, and probably my end home as well. Like I, I don't see myself. Uh, moving away anytime soon. I just love it too much out here. It's uh, you know when I when I did when I did move to San Diego, um, uh, I kind of <laughs> I kind of had a little bit of regret because 
I don't know anybody in San Diego. Uh, all my friends are out here. Um, I consider my friends out here my family. You know that took me in, uh, especially when I was when I was brand new. So, showed me a good time. Uh, introduced me to new people. So um, yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do think uh, Palm Springs is special in that sort of way. Yeah, and I know it's going to be reflected in the the convention. I think it's I'm 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 so excited for this. Do you guys have anything? Um, I know there's a lot of stuff that you're not at liberty to release information about right now. Coming up, is there any any exciting surprises that you can kind of let us in on or give us a hint about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like still all like in the works, and like a, a lot of it definitely, like you said, is. Uh, we're not at liberty to talk about at the time. I mean, I'm sure I could give you spoilers in, in <laughs> private. Um, private spoilers. <laughs> but um, in uh, to the general public, uh, I feel that you'll come to our convention and you'll feel that that you can connect with us. You can connect with the vendors. You can connect with the people that are like doing panels and, um, you know, interact with them without feeling so um, uh, nervous or awkward. Because we're all awkward, mm-hmm. nervous, and awkward people. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, you know, it, what, 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 one thing that the desert taught me was to get out of my shell and, um, I'm, uh, and still feel comfortable being that person that's awkward, and, and it, which is an oxymoron. You know, comfortable awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, time, you know, you're like you you can you can feel this way and know that other people are just as um, scared and um, you know, nervous to meet you, but uh, that kind of shared awkwardness and nervousness is something that you should embrace and be like, oh hey. Um, nervously shake your hand and be like, hey, I, you know, and our convention will totally reflect that. It, it'll like um, be able to celebrate our our weirdness. And um, I, I, one of the cool things that we're going to be doing is um, this is a, um, one thing I could uh, give out. We're gonna at, at the hot, the host hotel, the uh, Saguaro Palm Springs. Uh, they are um, allowing us to run a contest. For any any of the convention goers who are going to be staying at the hotel, uh, they have balconies that overlook the uh, the pool area and um, and the outside area of the hotel as well, and they're going to allow people to decorate their balconies. And uh, we're going to run a contest, uh, and the winner gets a, a prize. Wow. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's actually that's, a very very cool thing. And that's the the kind of interactivity that I love. You know. When I like one of the things that I I um, learned from going to conventions over the years, uh, especially San Diego Comic Con, is like you gotta embrace the, the your audience. You gotta like interact with them, or else you're never gonna connect with uh, these people, and you'll never get them on your side. You know, mm-hmm. you have to show them and you know, show them truly from who you are and uh, from a honest place that we are here because we love the things you love and we want to in- talk to you and interact with you and ha- help you have a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We want to let- Yeah, no, I I definitely understand that because when I went to uh BlizzCon, I went to their the con before the storm 
this past year and you know everybody's in the the hotel lobby in the Hyatt and it's just huge it's just like it's like a convention hall of itself this lobby and um even more than San Diego because I think San Diego there's just so many people that it's very easy to kind of just recede into your own space and <laughs> walk from panel to panel without interacting with anybody um because it was a, a convention for Blizzard games, so you know that you've got a one in five chance that they're going to play uh, the same stuff that you do, uh, and often more than that, uh, everybody is talking to everybody because you can literally stand in line at Starbucks and turn around and say, so what server are you on? And it's an instant conversation. And so, um, so yeah, I definitely hope that stuff like the, the balcony contest, I mean, what a great thing to be able to look up and go, all right, which one's yours? Well, mine's over there. Well, okay, which one's yours? That one's over there. And instant, instant conversation starter. So that's exactly. just awesome. I think it's going to be like a, a, a feast for the senses, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's going to be so many things that catch it can catch your eye you know <laughs> the good and the bad of like 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 oh look at that one that one was really weird i'm excited to see what people come up with it's gonna be so much fun yeah you know and it's mm-hmm. it's another way of people being feeling that they're a part of this that's our whole thing is like we want people to feel that they are palm springs comic-con not that just they're going to palm Springs comic-con right. yeah you know well, guys, I think you have a very unique uh, perspective on conventions, and, and I think because of that, uh, Com- Palm Springs Comic Con is going to be a pretty fabulous uh, event. So I cannot wait for it. I almost wish it was here now, <laughs> but I'm sure you don't because I know there's a lot of work to do. Okay, so much work. Here's a, here's a plate of uh, sandwiches. 5,000 different flyers. All right. In a month. Here's a ball pit. Oh, ball pit with a uh, 30-year-old sitting in it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> very very cool yeah. well um as we wrap up today are do you guys have any shout outs to send uh send appreciation or love out there to people who might be listening um yeah you know i this, this is a shout out that that goes really really it's like a it's a deep cut, <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> one of those deep deep cut tracks on, on an album but you know uh-huh. but he's a um i don't know if he's listening or not but he's a great friend of mine um a huge influence on who I am and has like has helped uh, um, get me to where I am um, directly and indirectly. Um, DJ Day, Damien Beebe, um, my love for that guy is goes beyond our our lo- shared love of music and comic books. Um, he's he helped me get the job at the Ace Hotel, and which kind of like helped uh, springboard me to a, a career in events. And Damien, uh, his, his, he's actually, he, he hosts a, uh, weekly called reunion at the Ace Hotel, but he's ending it on the 31st. He's been, he's had the longest running weekly, uh, DJ residency out here in the Palm Springs area. Um, true geek in his own right. And he's like, we, 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 there's been nights where him and I have spent, um, countless hours of just talk, like geeking out on comic books and movies and things like that. And, um, I'm sad to see his residency ending, but he's moving on to bigger and better things, uh, possibly working on a new album. Um, and, 
if you guys are into music, uh, you should come out to uh, one of the Thursday nights before it ends at the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. His, his final night is on the 30, March 31st, and uh, you should experience something special. It's uh, Reunion is such a unique experience, and um, it, that, that word, Reunion, epitomizes uh, what that night is all about, reuniting with your friends and your family and uh, connecting with people and sharing a, a fun time. So, yeah. It's not like a non non not geeky sort of thing, but it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. That's yeah. awesome. That's very cool. Anybody for you, Justin? Um, shoot, um, that's a good question. Well, I you know I don't know if she'll. Uh, I'll probably tell her about it. But hey, I'll, my girl, I'll tell my girlfriend, happy birthday. I love you. Um, she's been uh you know the biggest supporter in my life. Um, you know she's been with me and this crazy idea this whole time and you know there's been some stressful moments um but you know she held in there so i'm glad that she uh looks out for me um and uh you know all my friends i I thank all my friends for understanding uh what we're going through and for supporting me um you know i i never got too much support from from much of anybody but i i truly feel that because of this convention um people people see uh, what i'm doing they they understand the struggle and you know i thank them so much for their support uh all my friends all my family everyone that has even like whether they donated a dollar to our kickstarter or donated a dollar at all to us during our mini events um or even just shared our kickstarter i thank everybody and i thank everybody for uh listening to us at the moment in time <laughs> love yeah very cool we will uh we will uh be be promoting this so hopefully we will uh get a few more donations out of it uh-huh. Um, I'd like to send a shout out to Raven of the Girls Gone Wild podcast. Uh, she sent me a very nice little text message uh, yesterday, uh, kind of brightened up the end of my week. So I just wanted to, to thank you for that. And I also wanted to, to send out a shout out to my brother, Mike, for uh, the DS, because, I mean, <laughs> it was unexpected and surprising and like almost brought a tear to my eye because it was just such a thoughtful thing to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm sending a shout out to uh, him. And then lastly to my in-laws who are staying with us right now and have been very, very courteously <laughs> tiptoeing around the house <laughs> to try and not interrupt. And they've been doing an just awesome job of it. And I appreciate it very, very much. <laughs> I also like to give a shout out to my dog, Sydney. <laughs> She's been very quiet, even though I've been feeding her, Treats this whole time to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and and who's the who's our other little friend who we've heard in the background? Oh, that's Miley. We should acknowledge her. She's no stopping her bark, so I'd have to like I had to hide her away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh yeah, and, and uh, one last one to my to my younger brother, to my brothers in general. I love you guys. You've been huge supporters in my life, and uh, I can't thank you enough. So 
Very cool. Uh, next week, we're going to have Kevin and Kelly from the WEC podcast and also the WEC Whovians podcast to talk about the state of the superhero movie. Um, I think some of us are a little concerned about the fact that now that Deadpool's out, everything has to be rated R. Uh, that's, so. a, that's an interesting uh, concept. Right. <laughs> it'll be it'll be an interesting discussion. We, we have opinions. Yeah. Um, and uh, all the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. You can currently find us at geektitude.com. And this podcast is now being broadcast on iTunes, Stitcher. And for those of you who were listening last week, we are back on Pocket Cast. Whatever that little oops was, it's been taken care of. So check us out. Uh, leave us a review. Spread the word. Uh, tell people about us so that we can kind of build up our community. Uh, if you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show at Geektitude and me personally at Epic Grays. Gentlemen, how can we find you? Um, well, uh, you can follow Palm Springs Comic Con uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, at PS Comic Con. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, PS Comic Con. Um, uh, find us on Periscope, which we're broadcasting right now, uh, <laughs> live streaming this uh, podcast recording uh, at PS Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me personally uh, um, on the interwebs uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 on uh, my personal in- uh, Instagram, uh, Daily Dares. Um, or you could, if you, uh, yeah, that's the most public thing I usually tell people. <laughs> uh, you can find me, Justin, on uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter and um, Periscope, uh, YouTube, um, and what else? Twitch, you name it. Uh, all should be the zombie. So. Yeah, everything. The, the zombie? Shibby, the zombie. S-H-I-B-B-Y, the zombie. Yep. Okay, okay, very good. <laughs> <cool. laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen, very much for being our guests today. Uh, we will yeah. we will spread the word, spread the gospel of the Palm Springs Comic Con, and, uh, and hopefully get a, a nice, good audience for us in November. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Thank you very thank much you for, for having, having us. us. Absolutely. And for all of you listening out there, remember this week, keep it geek.